0: love meeting a new customer. Come on in. Welcome to
1: my job. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Bob's Tavern. This is Bob's Tavern Cast, the show all about helping you get good at Hearthstone Battlegrounds. I am your bartender, Jay.
0: And I'm your bartender, Don.
1: And it's a light week this week. So light that Bob decided... um, after spending the entire afternoon exercising the demons that were in the corners, he was going to go fishing for murlocs. So, of course, he is not here uh, right as we get started, the slacker. But we are glad that you are here with us. So, without further ado, let's pour a drink and jump into it. Dragon, how has your stoning been going?
0: let's see hearthstone overall uh, i've got a really good start to the month uh on ladder um starting on like the second day of the season i actually shot all the way up i think i think it was day two i was already into rank one on ladder so um i've kind of been hovering in that like rank one rank two trying to push all the way to legend but um stay in there so it's a very very good start and battlegrounds have been have been okay. Um, I feel like a, some of them haven't gone super well. And then actually, the last game I played right before we started the show, I took first place as Rafam kicked everybody's butt. Uh, so that was great. Um, so yeah, overall pretty good. How about for you?
1: You know, it's it's been pretty good here as well. Um, I wasn't able to take any first place wins this month. Well, not this month. It feels like it's been a whole month um, since I've last t- taken a first place. But I will say that I am glad to have a little bit of free time and, and try some different stuff. Because, I mean, the meta is kind of figured out at this point. But as for me, I, I have been playing a lot of ladder as well. Uh, I am definitely not of legend status like other bartenders here, but I am uh, working on it, and I broke the rank 10 floor again, so awesome, and did it early, so I might actually push to rank 5, but in terms of Battlegrounds, I don't know. I've just been jamming a lot of demons and mechs, honestly. I I tried a few beast games earlier, and... Surprise, surprise, it did not work. Uh, But I think that's what we wanted to talk about a little bit today. This is going to be a little bit shorter of a show since there is no news uh, coming from Team 5, but we have a listener thought. And this is something that I asked for during earlier today uh, via our Discord channel and on Twitter. And by the way, if you are not following us on Twitter, be sure to do so. You can do that at Bob's Tavern HS. And if you want to talk with other players of Battlegrounds to work on becoming a better Battlegrounds player yourself, then where better to do that than our Discord, where we have many, many, many people who are much better than I am, but are also very friendly and very inviting and would love to help people hit that top 200. Uh, But our thought for today comes from the one, the only Ridiculous Hat, who is one of the hosts of Coin Concede. And surprise, surprise, we will be uh, talking with another one of those hosts from Coin Concede later this month. Looking forward to that. That's all I'm going to say because I don't like spoilers. But our thought is this. Being flexible and not hard committing to a single minion that you need will help prevent spending all of your gold on rolls and wasting it. Being aware of what your opponents are doing is vital to deciding when do I level and when do I buy? So that's kind of two thoughts in there. Being flexible and not hard committing to a single minion and then also being aware of what your opponents are doing um Dragon how often are you choosing what minions to pick based on your hero versus based on what comp you want to go versus what's been picked like what is what is your pattern of decision making when you're choosing minions Oh boy
0: um I can tell you I do not think about it nearly as much as I should Um, I generally kind of tend to pick just minions that seem the best at the time or uh, might be kind of helpful to what I already have going on on the board. But unless it's something really specific, like, uh, you know, my hero power affects all demons, then I might try to go for more demons. But a lot of the heroes don't tend to make you kind of pick specific minions. So... I kind of just try to go for what's best or what gives me the most stats or the most change on my board to increase it every turn.
1: Definitely. And one of the things that I've noticed more and more lately is that, and and we kind of mentioned this on our getting good episode, like the early game is like, like, the first couple of rounds aren't as important as what's going to happen in like those turns, like four, five, six, and seven. Um When everybody's level two, trying to position themselves for a strong level three, to me, that is where the a lot of the games from what I've seen are decided. Like I've gone in saying I'm going to jam demons and not seen demons. And then all of a sudden when I'm hitting level three, my board is kind of weak and I'm having to hit level three earlier than everyone else to try to catch up or I'm hitting it later because I'm still trying to get the things that should win me the game. And honestly, I I like what hat has to say here about, Uh, I mean, a lot of it is not being so caught up in what you want to do and being able to focus on what the board is allowing you to do.
0: Yeah, I think that's a really good point. Um, I can give an example. When I was first playing and something that I kind of had to start changing and I did better once I started changing it, um, there would be a lot of turns where, you know, and you kind of mentioned it, that Hat said, uh, not spending all of your gold on re-rolling, you know, what's in the tavern. Um, you know, I would be like, okay, oh, my board is so good. All I need now is you know, whatever card. I need a a mama bear or whatever. And you just spend like the whole turn just re-roll. Oh, didn't get it. Okay, re-roll, didn't get it. Reroll. didn't get it. And then all of a sudden, all of your gold is gone and you literally did nothing to improve your board. And your opponents have very likely done something to make their board better, and you did squat. (laughs) And it's terrible. And then you realize, huh, that didn't do anything, so that feels bad. Or even buying one... um, You know, I noticed on, like, turns eight, nine, or ten, I would buy one minion and then spend all of the rest of the gold re-rolling. And it's kind of the same thing. It's like, okay, well, that didn't really do much. Cool. I got a plus one, plus one buff, and... Then that's it. Why? Why did I do that?
1: You know, I, I think a lot of it is that Hearthstone mentality of, you know, we're set with a limited number of cards in our decks normally, and we know what's in the deck. So, uh, as a rogue player, like I often am, like, okay, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play Galacron now because. Getting those two cards right now is better than me waiting and trying to like hope that I get other cards that are going to allow me to get four cards later. So it's like two free cards now is better than four free cards later in some instances. And that attitude is very, very dangerous in battlegrounds. (laughs) Like sitting there, like freezing boards. I have frozen some horrible, horrible boards just because it's like, oh, but if I grab this now, I'll have two, and then maybe I can get that third one. And it's like, yeah, but I could also just get something better and continue to develop my board instead of resigning myself to just playing that one type.
0: Yeah, I've I've done that myself too, and it's like, why? Why am I i doing this. Um, yeah. It, that's that's something that it's kind of a hard mindset to get out of once you're kind of there. And trying to change out of, oh, but I could get a triple. Oh, I could get a triple. And trying to focus on, okay, wait. What is actually going to make my board better now? Or what is going to help kind of what I have been given? Um, I I have an example from, like I said, the game that I just played right before we started recording... And I took first place with Rafam. I didn't even use his hero power until I had seven gold. That was the first time I used it. Uh, All of the turns leading up to that, I spent my gold. Okay, you know, the first turn buying a minion. Uh, And I think I was able to get uh, one of the token creators. So I bought that. Turn two, I went to the next tier. Uh, Turn, you know, the next turn, I sold one of the tokens, bought two units. Following turn, bought two units. Um, and then when I had that extra gold, I used the hero power. <laughs> the very first time that I used it, I stole a CADgar or found, you know I got a copy nice. of a CADgar. and I already had like three or four death rattle minions. And so then I just took off from there. But I used it and said, okay, now I kind of have this. This is the direction that I kind of want to be going. And then a little bit later, like several turns later, uh, it kind of morphed into, oh, I have kind of a menagerie thing going on. And then later on, it kind of morphed into a like mech death rattle uh, thing going on. So I, I took what was available and tried to figure out how do I continue to make my board better with what I have and what's showing on Bob's side of the board.
1: Yeah, and and a really good way to look at it too is at any point in time, each turn you can draw 3 minions once you've hit 10 gold. You can pull 3 minions. And that's close to half your board. Like if you really really needed to move into an archetype, you really just need one good turn to do that. And that's not saying that that's gonna happen every time, but if you think about it, if you replace two minions on your board, that's that's 60% or not 60, that's like 30% of your board there in six gold. So if you're focusing so much on, I've got to cram demons, I've got to cram murlocs, I've got to cram mechs, I got to cram death rattle, whatever. Y- there are so many opportunities where you could make those transitions. That if you're wasting your gold re-rolling or you're wasting your gold, you know, not saying wasting it on your hero power, but prioritizing your hero power over grabbing minions that could potentially set you up with a stronger board, then you're doing two things. One, you're keeping those potential minions in in the pool so that other players can get them. But then you're also preventing yourself from being able to make an easier transition into another comp if you feel like you're getting blocked going the route that you want to take.
0: Yeah, you said something there too, uh, you know, about, you know, necessarily using your hero power, but it's all about what is going to help you the most. What is the most efficient use of that gold? Because sometimes it is using that hero power. You know, or if you have Rafam, or you have some of those other heroes that their hero power costs one gold, you have to consider: okay, is it actually worth me re-rolling right now with that one gold, or do I use the hero power for that one gold? Um, and it also kind of depends on you know what part of the round you're in. You know, if you've already bought your stuff, maybe it's better to just use your hero power with the one last gold rather than re-rolling. Um, but, you know, if you're playing a, you know, maybe you're playing a hero like Cindergosa. you have that one gold left, it's like, okay, I, do I reroll this, you know, and, and if I see something good, I want to freeze it, you know, but try to make use of the hero powers when it's efficient. But yeah, otherwise, you do want to be spending that gold on things that are going to make your board better and not just, oh, I want to try to use my hero power every
1: turn. Definitely. And... The other half of what uh, Hat was saying there is knowing what your opponents are doing so that you know when to buy versus when to level. Um, that's something like we talked about last week, what you do on turn one, what's that minion that you're looking for in turn one, whether you're looking for tokens or you're looking for kind of, you know, a big butt to put on the board early, like when you go into turn 2 and turn 3 and turn 4 like i said that that mid game it's so important to see what your opponent is doing see what they have been doing and that's one of the things that blizzard has helped us with by giving us kind of that early status where you can you can't really see what Each player is picked, but you can see like, okay, this person has like three beasts or this person has, you know, two Murlocs or something like that. And being able to do that allows you to say, okay, my opponent has really invested in leveling up, which means that their board might be weak. Maybe not leveling up this turn and putting an extra minion on the board might give me that advantage or... Hey, my opponent is still level one, so they probably have a big board. How do I best respond to that? Uh, that's something that we've talked about before with not focusing on the game itself or using it as like an AFK device, where we we make our moves, we don't think about the moves that we've made, and then we go off and do whatever else. But like being able to take that extra time and just thinking, okay, what is my opponent doing? What What did they do last turn? What are they doing this turn? Just keeping a mental note of, okay, who's leveling up? Who's not leveling up? Okay, everybody here is level two, except for um, Dance and Daryl. He, they probably have a lot of tokens, because that's what they're going to try to do. Uh, but I don't have to worry about them until turn five, though, because they can't really turn those tokens in. But they're going to have a wide board, so maybe I need higher defense minions. Doing little things like that can be what takes you from losing those rounds where you're getting chipped for like four or five damage into either tying or even winning those rounds and that will help you advance further into games.
0: Yeah, and that that's a big thing too is that, you know, sometimes even even just being able to you know, get instead of get sixth or fifth, get fourth or third. That can make a huge difference with uh, your rating, and you know, also like your own confidence in how you're playing. So, just making those small kind of changes, um, you, you should be able to notice a difference over time and an increase, kind of like that. But yeah, you know, hey, uh, do I need to be be leveling yet? Uh, you know. Not necessarily, or, you know, also thinking about kind of where your your composition is headed and think about what else you would potentially, what else would make it better. Um, you know, a lot of times we're kind of at, in a point, again, where sitting at tier five is probably good enough for most comps. You don't really need to go to six. So instead of using that gold and going to six for not really any, you know, <laughs> any effect anything that's going to help you know you'd rather stay in five potentially you can get a golden then you'll end up you know getting to discover something from tavern six anyways but you know those are the kind of things that you know can help and make a difference
1: well even depending on what comp you're going you don't even have to rush to five like
0: yeah, that's there true. are a lot
1: of a lot of good demons. So at like four, you have um siege breaker. Uh at three, you have floating watcher, soul juggler, uh, two, you have imprisoner, and then at one you have uh forgot the new demon's name, uh Fiendish Servant, uh, plus Vulgar Homunculus and all of those. So like if you're playing demons. Honestly, it's harder for you the further you level up because most of the minions that you're trying to get to build your board are in that one to three range. And the only reason you want to really go to four is so that if you do get any triples, you run the chance of pulling Void Lord or pulling Uh, Mal'Ganis. And that's kind of the thing is it's if you are... If you're playing to just rush to tier 6, you're missing that. You're actually flooding your options for minions, and that's not going to allow you to play a comp. But at the same time, if you're just sitting there re-rolling at level 2, you're missing out on opportunities to get Soul Juggler if you're playing Demons, or to get Mechano Egg if you're just sticking around 3 and not wanting to move to 4 yet. Like There's so many minions that once you unlock them, it takes your comp to the next step, to the next like progressive path in the game. And and that's all about that's like what this game is all about. It's not just taking minions and putting them on the board. It's taking what the game gives you and coming up with the best strategy for that, given all the information that you have.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that kind of ties in like like our whole discussion here kind of ties in with what Um, Ridiculous hat posted in the chat as well about, you know, um, being aware of what your opponents, you know, are doing. But yeah, does it show that they have three or four demons and hey, they're not leveling? So yeah, they probably are making their board a lot better. Or does it show that they have mechs and you kind of see them trying to level up? Um, So knowing and being aware of what minions are available at each tier. And kind of paying attention to not only what you want to do with those tiers and those minions, but then also what your opponents want to be doing with those tiers and those minions as well.
1: Definitely. Well, that has been our strategy talk. And again, thank you to Ridiculous Hat for uh, that suggestion. If you have a strategy that... Uh, you feel like sharing with us, do so. I mean, just let us know. You can tell us on Twitter at Bob's Tavern HS. Or, of course, again, if you check the show notes, there's an invite to our free Discord. And, you know, we've been talking a lot about strategy. I want to get some of your preferences now. Uh, last week, we talked about, you know, what's the what's the go-to minion at, level, at tier one? I want to know... If you could choose each time, do you level on turn two or do you go for an extra wide board? Which one do you prefer doing?
0: I'm going to say probably like 85 or 90% of the time I go
1: to tier two. See, I, I always go for the wider board. I don't know what it is like I there's just something about having more threats on the board early and and maybe again I'm a rogue player like we're all about like just pushing things out and hoping for the best so um, that's just that's just my take but again there's no wrong answers here. <laughs> All right, Dragon, well, I think that's going to do it for this week. Again, it's a little bit shorter one, but we are always looking forward to uh, the next change in Battlegrounds. Again, I I heard a rumor that uh, a new class might be joining sooner uh, than later. A a certain uh, fire-breathing, flying-type class that shares a name with our our host here
0: hmm. what 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 is that i i think you should uh should tell those poor folks
1: well i haven't I haven't heard anything concrete yet, but there is a rumor that it that dragons are in fact coming to battlegrounds uh soon in Yay! fact, they were talking about uh trying to figure out what cards to introduce into battlegrounds and Honestly, at this point, I just want something new. I don't know what, but what I do know is I want them and I want them now. But I think we're going to have to wait at least another week. um, Just because as our luck goes, we never get a patch until the day that we record.
0: Right. Yeah, I, I actually I was going to mention that, you know, you said we don't really have any news and it does kind of feel weird because I feel like we've gone a few weeks now without a patch whereas they've been patching what really frequently. So this almost feels like the longest they've gone without a patch. But I think part of it too, is I think they're trying to space out uh, some of the content stuff. You know, Right now we're in the several weeks of the solo adventure stuff, new cards are being put into the game. And you know, yeah, I think they're gonna be making, I'm not sure if I saw that potentially it won't be until next month that they're gonna add dragons. But again, you know, I, I don't know if that's like an official thing or not. Um, but I can definitely see them trying to wait until after all of the uh, Galakrond's Awakening cards are out and then that kind of stuff. Because maybe they'll implement one or two from that and put it into Battlegrounds. I mean, really, they I already def- did, technically, because uh, what's that little 2-1 Demon Death Rattle? In- Why do I forget his oh, name?
1: Yeah, <laughs> Fiend of Servant or?
0: Yes, yeah, um, that's from the solo content.
1: So and and that's what I was thinking is I could see them kind of going either way with this. I could see them wanting to put cards that are in the solo content in early. And I mean on top of that if you throw like a bunch of dragons in all of a sudden you're going to kind of overshadow the fact that you've pulled in cards that are available both in Standard and in Battlegrounds. So I could see them waiting, but I do think that they're probably going to release. And again, I have no knowledge of this whatsoever. There's like no NDA or anything like that. But I could see them maybe either adding a card or doing like a minor tweak They did fix, it looks like they fixed the issue where like Professor Putricide and one other hero was back in the game. I haven't seen them lately, so I think that has been fixed. I know there was a small update that came out earlier today, but there wasn't any uh, patch notes or anything on it. But I am still looking super forward to... That conversation that we'll have then, and you know what other conversation I'm looking forward to? A conversation in our next interview, and I can't reveal who it is yet. As again, I've already hinted it's someone from, uh, someone from another podcast, uh, the Coin Concede podcast. So that that gives you a one in three chance of figuring out who it is, but. I'm also super excited because I've been watching them stream and we're talking about someone who has hit the top 200 in Battlegrounds who has really been jamming games and getting really good at Battlegrounds and it making it like his kind of go-to game. And I can't wait to pick their brain. But on top of that, I'm also excited for getting to hang out with one of my favorite bartenders in a few weeks when we go to DreamHack Anaheim.
0: Yay! I'm so excited. I'm so excited.
1: Well, we'll have to figure out what we're going to do for a show that week, but it's going to be jam-packed with just awesome meetup goodness and, and who knows what else. There will be interviews, there will be uh, just hanging out and Who knows? I might even take my portable recording stuff and, and ask people on the streets if they're playing battlegrounds. I'm sure I'll find somebody I've, I've done that before actually. Yes. Uh, I I saw someone at a bar playing battlegrounds and I was just like, that's
0: amazing. (laughs) They were playing battlegrounds at a bar. That is awesome.
1: But that's going to do it for this week. Uh, I think it's time to ring that bell. It's last call. Last call last call, last, call, last call. last call. last call. Big thank you to our patron who is so totemly drunk. Thank you so much, totemly. By the way, totemly is one of the co-hosts of Tavern Tales. Uh, if you like the content that we provide, be sure to go check them out as well. Uh, another podcast that is dedicated to all things Hearthstone and Battlegrounds. And on top of that, a thank you to Ridiculous Hat once again for uh, chatting with us in the Discord, as well as sharing some of his thoughts and ideas. You can do that as well, once again, by following us on Twitter at Bob's HS, And if you look in the show notes, there will be a link to join our free Discord And if you do like the show, then consider becoming a patron. It helps us know that we're doing a good thing here. And it also, we reach out to them when we're looking for ideas on what to talk about. So if you want to have a little bit of a say-so in what the next show will look like, that is patreon.bobstavern.pub. That's pub like a bar. Uh, Dragon, if people want to hear about what you or what uh, Amber Flight Gaming is up to, uh, how how do they find out about that?
0: Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you can find, uh, like, I, I guess on Twitter. We'll start there. Uh, hey, you can find Amber Flight on Twitter uh, at AFlightGaming Gaming or myself on Twitter at Donnie DK. That's D A W N I E D K. Uh, You can also check out my stream on Twitch. Uh, It's twitch.tv slash dragonriderdk uh, and find out a bunch more stuff from there. Uh, But also, I do want to give my own shout out and a huge thanks uh, just to everyone who's been listening to the show. Uh, We had an amazing number of people download our last episode you know, talking about just the strategy and how to improve and be a better player, and you know how to get good. But so, thank you everybody who's been listening to the show. And you know, please if you have enjoyed it or you want to hear something specifically, you know, reach out and let us know because it really does help us uh, to know what direction all of you want us to take the show in.
1: Absolutely, and one of the directions that we definitely want to get to is. Twitch affiliate status. So we are on our way. We have one of the goals met. We still have uh, that follower count to make. So if you aren't doing anything on a Thursday night and you want to listen to two people hang out and talk about Battlegrounds, then be sure to follow us on Twitch. That's twitch.tv slash Bob's Tavern HS. And of course, you can talk to me on Twitter. Basically only Twitter. I'm at KJY Miller. And I think that's going to do it till next week. What do you think, Dragon?
0: I think so. I think this was a pretty quick, you know, get in and get out. But I think it went well. So I hope that everybody enjoyed the show. And as always, thank you for joining,
1: Jay. Absolutely. And thank you. Thank you. And the bar's closed, everybody. Get out. Welcome back, cena Now, nobody this time.
0: Please leave your weapons outside, Hawkeye.
1: You know the rules. Welcome, Kriziki. Your dot corner is ready for booting. Eudora, we have to have a little chat about your tab. Didn't know you were in town, Chew. Still cracking heads.
0: You are a diamond in the rough schools. Always a pleasure.